Hi loves and welcome to another episode of Starbound, a podcast for the spiritually curious and astrologically inclined. So this past week has been a bit of a doozy. It has been pretty fucking intense, I'm not gonna lie. Um, at least on an energetic level, I've been feeling it. Um, you know, that whole transition from Pisces to Aries is pretty um, extreme, going from mutable water, so very changeable, very flowy, very um, soft and intuitive and introverted Pisces, to the more loud and brash Aries, the more direct and assertive Aries, the more extroverted and get up and go energy and heated and independent and passionate and you can even just hear it in my tone of voice it is such a different vibe um and as I'm saying it my body's just getting taller and more energized and more like woo, let's keep going so I'm gonna ride on that for a little bit because that feels really good so that transition though from Pisces to Aries I'm sure a lot of you will have felt and it could have felt pretty discombobulating I know that for me it certainly did that coupled with my arrival in Guatemala. So I've been in Mexico for the past four months, maybe almost five months, um, or since November, no, early November. And a few days ago, I arrived in Guatemala, and I've never been to Guatemala before, neither had I ever been to Mexico before. And it's just a very different change of scenery, one that I really, really needed. Like, I thought I was going to be in Mexico till the end of April, beginning of May, when my visa um, expires, but uh, plans changed, and now I'm here, and I'm feeling really good for it. It's not necessarily been easy, but I know I'm in the right place. I know where I need to be. So, how are you feeling? Like, truly feeling? How has the last week been for you? What has been easy? What has been more challenging? What has felt energizing and what has felt depleting? Take a moment to tune into these questions. Whatever answers arise are exactly as they are meant to be. I'm sure of that. So, yeah, let's just hang out in that space for a while in this more reflective space because now with airy season we can be so um there can be such a propensity to be on the go the whole time and be doing the whole time and be active um but we also still have mercury in pisces so our mind hasn't quite caught up to that our mind is wanting to be more self-reflective and more insular and more dreamy and more flowy and wanting to check out a little bit more so yeah quite different having mercury in pisces and then the sun and venus in aries so the past week
And also, how are you feeling in this moment? This moment right here. How's your body feeling? Are there any areas that feel a little bit tense and a little bit more contracted? Are there any areas that feel a little bit more easeful, a little bit more relaxed? Let's welcome it all. And let's also welcome that there may be a possibility that we don't want to welcome it. That there may be some resistance to welcoming everything. And that's fine too. So I'm feeling guided today to go through a short meditation to release any excess energy that is no longer ours to hold. And then I want to do a card spread with the World Unknown Archetypes deck again because I loved last week's and I feel this week's will be just as juicy. So... Let's arrive back into the body, back into the space, and back into this moment. What might you need right now to feel a little extra nourished, a little more safe, a little more supported? If it's something you can go and get now, then you can do that. Or if it's something that you might want for later, or might want to get later, do later, be later, then you can write it down on a piece of paper or in your notes on your phone. So, tuning into the heart. How is your heart feeling? How are your heartbeats? Does your heart feel expansive or a little more on the contracted side? Take a moment to ask yourself now. The energy you're feeling, is it all yours? If it is, that's great. And if it isn't, that's great too. 
for those who um, are in their own energy, don't have others' energies that they need to release. You can use this meditation as a way to release anything that is feeling a little bit overburdening for yourself. Any energy that you're holding onto that's yours, that is feeling a little bit much, that is feeling a quite strong. And maybe feeling a little overwhelming. So, we don't need to know whose energy it is if it isn't ours. All we need to know is that it isn't ours. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to invite any spirit guides, ancestors, animal spirits, any energetic beings, all of which come with love, come with kindness, come with compassion. If any want to come through, and support us now for them to do so. Only inviting in that which is loving and nourishing. And calling as well upon the elements for support. For earth to ground. For fire to transmute, to awaken. Combust, for water to cleanse, to nourish, to flow, to release, and for air to provide movement and dynamism and space. If there's anyone else that you feel like bringing in that has a loving, kind, supportive, nourishing, safe energy, then you can do so now. It could be a former pet. It could be a particular relative. It could be a specific angel or ascended master that you resonate deeply with. It could also be a crystal energy that you work with a lot and would like to bring in. Whatever it may be, let's call it into the space for healing, for support as we release that which is no longer ours.
So this energy that you're holding onto that's not yours, where does it reside in your body? Is it dense or expansive? Is it compact or a little more porous? Does it have a certain colour to it? Is it in a certain shape? Does it have an emotion attached to it? Ask this energy if it needs anything from you in order to release. If, that, if it does need something, Offer it that quality or that nourishment now. For me, I'm hearing that the energy I'm holding on to needs time. Time and gifting and bringing forward as much time this energy desires. Whatever it is, is perfect. So now calling upon the elements for their support. transmute this energy and carry it back up to the light, back up to love and away from our energetic bodies so that we no longer hold this load. If your body feels like moving at all in response to this, let it know any shaking, burping, farting, whatever, that's all welcome. If you feel like saying something, screaming something, that's welcome too. Allowing the energy to rise up beings back to the light, allowing the fire to burn it, transmute it like a phoenix, allowing water to cleanse it, nourish it, heal it, allowing air to move it, and earth to ground it out of our bodies and into 
out of our bodies and into the light. And now bringing the elements within, allowing fire to run through our veins, cleansing out any energy that isn't ours. Stretching all the way down our back, down our arms, our shoulders, face, head, neck, chest, stomach, womb, if you have a womb, thighs, calves, feet, hands, ears, mouth, nose, allowing this fire energy to course through our veins and transmute the energy, allowing air to whisk and whisk this energy out of our beings, this these with dynamism, with ease. Allowing Earth to ground us back into our own energy centers to arrive back into who we truly are on an energetic level. Now that we've released what isn't ours, we can return to who we truly are. and water for its soothing qualities, allowing it to wash over our shoulders, over our head, down our back, bringing comfort when we release, bringing softness to our bodies. Our bodies have been used to carrying that extra weight of energy we can soften a little bit, having released some. Knowing that there is strength in softness, just as much as strength in strength. And now picture a ring of fire around you, encircling you. Imagine it forming a protective energy around you so that nothing, nothing draining or harmful or dense or heavy can enter unless you're allowed but only love and ease and nourishment and kindness and softness and joy and any quality that you want to add to that list is allowed to enter. Fire being a protective force, creating a force field around you 
so that you can move forward knowing you are safe, knowing you are protected, knowing that if any energy comes towards you that you don't want to imbibe, don't want to absorb, that it immediately is sent back to light. And whenever you feel ready, whenever it feels right, come back to your breath. Come back to your body. And come back to the space. Take a moment to now feel into how you're feeling now, having done this meditation. If anything came up that you want to jot down, write down in your journal, you can press pause here or um, write it down as I continue speaking, whatever feels uh, most in alignment for you. So now I'm going to get on with Greek Head Reading with the Wild Unknown Archetypes by Kim Kranz. So let's see what energy is in store for us over the next week. Just pulling the cards now. More than three? Okay, just three. So the cards I pulled are Kairos, the Chrome, and Aletheia. So I just googled what Kairos meant because I really have no idea what the fuck it means. And it's an ancient Greek word meaning the right, critical or opportune moment. Um, so it signifies a proper or opportune time for action. This is all according to Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a freaking godsend sometimes. So in this card we have kind of animal-like, wolf-like eye that is blue in the centre, surrounded by some golden seal, some golden, like, golden jewellery. And then there are four points, like north, east, south, west, um, where there are all these little orbs, these um, little stars. One at the north of this eye, one at the east, one at the south, and one at the west. Um, and then surrounding this eye is also this whole like kind of kaleidoscope of blue, like this whole web. And so what this card for me represents is just paying attention. Attention without action. That we... All we need to do this next week is just 
be observant of what arises. We don't need to do anything, we don't need to be anything, we don't need to change anything, we just need to pay attention. And everything is going to unfold beautifully from there. Also noting that Kairos signifies a proper or opportune time for action. For me, it really feels like this is not a time for action as it is for being, for reflecting, for looking at ourselves with more depth. Feels like a good time for journaling, for writing, for exploring our inner world. And also for allowing things to unfold. To know we don't have to be in charge, be in control, that there's a kind of higher plan, a higher energy um, that can take the wheel every so often, if we allow it to. It also feels like permission to let the wild animal within scream, howl, roar, whatever. Um, it feels very primal. It feels like tapping into that instinctual animal side of ourselves, that side that just knows, that knows how to survive, that knows what to do next, that's from the body rather than so much from the mind. Whatever that next thing you want to do is, is it from the body or from the mind? How does your body feel when you feel into it? Does it feel like it energizes you or does it feel it more depletes you? It's worth reflecting on those kind of questions this coming week. Knowing whether the things we want to take action on are actually the things we want to take action on. Then we have the crone, which is a crow that is being held by a very hairy armed hand. That's quite a light male hand. It's got these kind of sausage-like fingers. Um, and a pentacle hangs from the crow's feet. A pentacle with, which is kind of like this coin. Um, and it has a star in the center of it. And the crow, crone even, crow and the crone is surrounded by darkness really but near the amulet near the pentacle there's a burst of blue that arises from there so we've got a lot of blue energy in the first card and a lot and the striking blue energy in the second card and so it feels like there's a lot of throat chakra activations that are happening right now areas of our life that we're being invited to speak up to really say how we feel to really speak our truth to really be true to true to whatever is going on in the moment, to setting boundaries, to just saying no, to not apologizing for ourselves any longer. And with this card, the holding of it, it feels just like giving ourselves some space to be held by other people, to be supported by others is going to be really nourishing this next week. Again, it's another animal card you know, it's a crow. So again, it feels just like treat yourself like you would an animal, an animal you really care about, you know, with kindness, with um, gentle support. Animals have value just for being themselves, not for doing anything. And so 
the same applies to us too. And knowing that with the pentacle, with the coin it holds, it has an innate gift. You have an innate gift. You have something that no one else can offer simply for being you. Take some time to acknowledge how far you've come, to acknowledge how well you're doing, to acknowledge what your gifts are, what you're good at, because there is going to be something you're good at, even if the shadow may convince you otherwise. There is a story you're here to tell. There is um, a reason you're here on this planet. And this card feels like a reclamation of that, a remembrance of that, uh, a reminder to not forget about why you're here, that there is a purpose to all of this craziness, even when it doesn't feel like it. But yeah, allowing yourself to be held by another is going to be a nice way forward. And it doesn't necessarily need to be a person. It could even be an energy. It could even be, you know, like the ancestors we called in during the meditation or a crystal. But something that brings a feeling of you being held, you being supported. This next week or from, yeah, this next week, it's it, you're needing... We're needing a little extra support, and that's not a bad thing. There's strength in asking for support when we need it. Anything else with this? Again, the eye. It's a very strong eye theme, just to keep your eyes open to everything. Less from a hypervigilant, like scanning around and looking for danger, and more just Ooh, curious. This is what's unfolding. Knowing that it's going to become clearer. If things feel a bit confusing now, more clarity is definitely going to come through. And then we have Aletheia, which is connected to time, I believe. But I'm going to quickly Google this, just in case it's not. Um, but I'm almost certain it's to do with time. And in this card... Um, there's a square um, and the square to one side is it's kind of like diagonally diagonally separated like there's a line going diagonally through um, and on one side it's black and on the other it is white and the side which has black in it um, has a white rose overlaid and the side which is white has a black rose overlaid and then there's also couple of gemstones there's this purple gemstone with a little light orb in it and also this golden orb and so for me um ooh, okay i just saw what aletheia means um used in ancient greek philosophy um variously translated as unclosedness unconcealedness disclosure or truth i'm gonna go with truth state of not being hidden, the state of being evident. It also means factuality or reality. Hmm, I swear it had something to do with time, like an alethiometer. I'm pretty sure there's an element of time to it. Okay, um, so 
with the rose symbolism, this for me again feels like boundaries. And also not eh, blah blah an acknowledgement <laughs> that um, that life is not so black and white, that there are lots of areas of grey. And so over the next week, if you find yourself moving to this is right, this is wrong kind of judgment calls, which is totally fine, we all go there, um, just to remember that there's uh, much more grey than there is black and white. Um, and it feels like as well, just allowing nature to take its course, allowing the unfolding to take place. The rose blooms when it is ready to, not a second sooner. Um, there's layers to it. Layers and layers. Um, what else does this represent? To tune back into your center. The gemstones are on this line that separates the dark from the light and so it feels like every time you feel a bit lost or wanting to figure things out wanting to understand why things are the way they are just keep coming back to your center to your heart your heart always knows there is beauty here bring more beauty into your life Buy yourself some flowers, it could literally just mean that. Bring more beauty into the house. Spring is here. New life is coming. We've gone through such a period of hibernation and introversion these past few months. New buds are appearing. New buds are going to be growing your bloom is going to come. Believe in that above anything else. Anything else? You're doing everything you need to be doing. Be gentle on yourself. There's no need to be prickly like the thorn of the rose can be. Bring some of that softness of the rose petals in. Rose essential oil could be a great one, as could rose flower essence. But really it's about connecting back to the heart, back to the centre, back to your own energy. And to remember that there is always a timing piece to everything, that there's always a natural unfurling, a natural unfolding, that if we just allow it, can feel easy, can feel easeful. We don't force nature, let's not force ourselves. So that is the reading for the week ahead, and I hope that's served. I hope that provided some nourishment and yeah, I'll tune back in in the next week or so. But until then, just take care. Like the card said, be gentle, hold yourself. Um, also with the Aletheia card, there's with the square, it feels like find a container where you feel safe, where you can feel you can grow. And if you've outgrown those containers, that is okay too. 
Noticing that means you can change it, means you can move, means you can expand past um, what may have been comfortable, which is now uncomfortable because you've grown so much. We're allowed to grow past our comfort zones and we do. We do the whole time. So that was an added message that just came through with Alethea. But um, there's definitely a pattern around observation, around awareness, around our animal instinctual side and around nature and that we are nature and accepting that and owning that and acknowledging that will likely bring in some softness and acceptance around the side of us that wishes we could be quicker with our transformation or somewhere else and reminded that there is a natural unfolding a natural timing to everything and that we can ask for support and in every single card there's an element of jewellery an element of gold it feels like there's always a silver lining without wanting to spiritually bypass like oh there's always a silver lining because you know life can be shit too but alongside the shit is there are still moments of joy and we can hold on to those just as much as we can hold on to the shit neither is better or worse so I feel that, 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 that there's an element of that too that comes through in this reading um, anything else? no, so I'm going to leave now love you and leave you now and yeah go forth with gentleness this next week you know we're still settling into Aries energy we've just only entered it a couple days ago and so giving yourself some grace while we transition and while we uh, get used to spring energy from winter to spring you know the spring equinox just happened so there's that going on too so yeah until next time loves and take care and speak soon bye for now